Welcome to Old Fashioned Finance, the podcast that mixes cocktails and high finance. I'm your host, Caleb Frankert, and I'm joined by my good friend and fellow money muddler, Jason Burnell. Caleb, can a podcast about finance be entertaining? Not without alcohol. All right. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, indeed. Let's mix it up. Let's. Look at this thing, man. I know. I'm not sure if you're trying to feed me <laughs> mouthwash or look a cocktail. I can't I tell. was looking for a fun new drink, something that I, I had never heard of or seen before. Yeah. And we had all the ingredients for this one. We did. Um, and well, we bought that <laughs> bottle of cream. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, cream, uh, cream de mint. Dement, dement, dement. We still didn't decide <laughs> how, you, how you say that. Dement. I had this debate at my house, too, by the way. Yeah. Uh, ev- everyone said dement. Okay. All right. I, yeah, that was the consensus, but I think they're wrong. I, oh, you're going with the TH. The I TH did, well, is hard. That's what we thought originally. So That's what I thought, but yeah. I don't know. AB corrected me at the liquor store. Well, what does go- he know? <laughs> A lot. He does, actually. <laughs> so, Jason, we uh, you know got through uh, some holidays here. The we holidays. Did. Yeah. Uh, well, Christmas was great. Them. Christmas was great, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, we had, man, and I, I guess really the whole country had kind of a deep freeze. Oof. Florida was like... High of high of yeah. forty degrees. Iguanas falling out of tree warning. Yeah, it was it was cold. Oh. I have a lot of clients down there, and uh, I actually did talk to one. Yeah. and legit iguanas will just fall out of the trees. Well, and you'll get forty thumped. degrees. I believe it. Yeah, I, I mean, believe it. It's it's not uncommon. Let's put it that way. So you know, it, so it was the uh, coldest Christmas on record since nineteen eighty five. That's wow. the year that I was born. We had a, a couple of years ago. Well, I guess like two thousand thirteen and fourteen. Yeah, I remember because we were that both was working crazy. at the bank, yeah. driving around. Yep. It was cold and windy. Now we got more snow and ice, but it, it was kind of reminiscent of that, minus all the snow. Like they were they were calling for much snow and then it didn't happen. So I was always the guy that would go into the office like first in the morning mm-hmm. and I'd get there at like seven thirty. I'd get there and it'd be like freezing out. I'd park my car, get inside, and then they would call a level yeah. three snow <laughs> emergency, which in Ohio now, is just like you can't drive yeah. anywhere. Now you're stuck at work. The bank is closed. I'm there by myself and I'm stuck. I was, remember working two counties away. Oh, gosh. Right? Oh, that's right. And oh my uh, gosh. we had a level three in our county. We had one in the neighboring county. So the two counties I had to drive through to get to work had three, but there was a, a level two the whole time uh, <laughs> in Wood County. Because the sheriff is like, oh, everybody just wants a day off mm-hmm. and Wood County is open for business. And my <laughs> boss is like, so you're able to, to get here, right? Because, you know, you got you got to be here. It's a level two. I'm like, I have to drive through two level three counties, to which get is there. illegal, which is illegal. Right. I think I did it the one day and then they decided to close and we sat like, well, you can make phone calls. I could do that from anywhere <laughs> anyway. Uh, but it was kind of reminiscent of those store, it those was. storms with the wind and the wind chill and. I we mean, were we were talking. like negative 20, right? I mean, it was cold. It was cold. It yeah. was really cold. So hopefully everybody stayed warm. Yeah. We're in the midst of a warm up, which it's it's going to be 50 some degrees. It's going to be pushing 60. So we were just talking about this, like 60 degrees from negative 20. Uh-huh. I mean, that is a huge temperature change. <laughs> wild. Right. Absolutely well, wild. whatever. We're going to... trying to think of one. Okay, we're recording. This is our first podcast of the new year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, All right. Yeah. On this side, we haven't seen the new year yet yeah that's okay so like we do normally we record for the week in advance but yeah happy new year everybody yeah i hope you had a nice christmas jason you had a nice christmas yeah i did i, it, I think the was, cold weather made everybody slow down and just we enjoy just stayed home yeah. i mean we were there like like if you want to see us come to our house <laughs> I, I think there was a mad dash before christmas but uh because of the weather and all of that 
it warmed up enough for everybody to get together with family. Yeah. But it really, we had just a great Christmas. Good. A great Christmas. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear it. You know, so, lots of lots of chaos in my house. Got lots of kids still. Oh, I got yeah. little ones. And, That's fun chaos. Yeah, it was good. So they got more stuff than I even know where to put in my house. But <laughs> yeah. um, that's a different problem. <laughs> I just bring all my cool stuff to the office. I saw that. Man, you got some <laughs> cool stuff. Man, I'm a little jealous. Well, I guess we should get on to the drink. Yeah. Uh, the first drink of the year, Jason. We're, we're going to go back to an old faithful friend, Jen. Uh, you know, piney. It's like wintery. Yeah. Although gin makes me think of summer. Gin makes me think of summer, but this drink, if you look at it, well, I would say it kind of looks like Christmas in a glass, but really it looks like It looks like Listerine. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely Listerine. What we've got here is a Gin Caruso, okay? So she was a swell gal. She was a swell, yeah. I remember her. She was she was a great girl in high school. Gin Caruso. I wonder how she's doing. No, anyway. What we've got here is made up of, it's an easy drink to make. So if you follow along and you buy the ingredients and you make the cocktails with us, you have what you need at home. Yep. One ounce of gin. Yes. One ounce of dry vermouth. Mm. One ounce of cream de mint. Mint. <laughs> and you can garnish this with a mint sprig. My mint plant died. So <laughs> for some reason, it's negative 20 <laughs> degrees out. Uh, when you smell this, there's you, you're definitely smelling the mint. So I'm not yeah. sure what all that adds to it other than making it look pretty. I'm not sure so. how mint and gin is going to go together, but it might be great. I love uh, mint. So we're I right. Know, you're, you're right on my right on my like feels here. I love it. Let's let's go in first. All right. Up, here we go. Cheers. Happy New Year. Oh, that's hmm. delightful. Hmm. It's a little toothpastey. It's very <laughs> it's very Listerine. Um, do you taste the gin? Yeah, I do. Do you? Okay. Oh, yeah. Let me, let me go in again for I do. a second sip. This is, you made a full drink here. What are you trying to do to me? We usually have halves. <laughs> Slow day at the office. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I no. guess it's there. It's there. It, it's the cream very, to mint really takes over, The man. mint real. I think you could cut the mint in half. Andy's mint. It is that same Andy's mint flavor. I mean, kind of, I, lo- I like, like mint. So, I mean, you know, you got to. Look, it's not bad. I This, okay. If I like you it. don't like cocktails, if you don't like strong drinks. I would say that like our December drinks, the Christmassy ones, that was oh, a yeah. good Go-tos. intro to cocktails. Maybe if you're you're not into like the whiskey drinks and stuff like that, this this might be a good one. It's a little out. boozy. It's, it's a little boozy. I I don't know. There's not a lot of sweet in this. There's I mean, only one ounce of of gin though, and dry vermouth. Uh, that's that's going to be a lower wonder if you used, proof, and so is the cream de mint. Maybe a different vermouth might make a difference in here. I don't know. I feel like you could cut back. Uh, the I, mint. I think you could cut the mint back for sure. I'd yeah. like to taste more gin. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's not horrible. It's yeah. kind of. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to walk into a bar and order something like this, and I'd. I. I don't know. It's neat looking. It is very cool looking. Yeah. It looks like Jello in a glass. It's it kind of bright green, like you would touch it, and yeah, <laughs> it would go boing boing. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, I give feel, it a. I don't feel strong either way. Yeah. If you like mint and gin. I think you'll be okay. Yeah. I'm probably not making this at home, though. Yeah, me neither. Okay. Well, Jen Caruso. What are we going to do with the rest of the bottle of this stuff? <laughs> uh, the, those, it's a wonderful life. I, oh. I think I would. I like that over this. Yeah. 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 I, and I made lots of those over the holidays. Did you? It was good. Oh, man. They're just easy and they're good. I really didn't mix up many cocktails over the holidays. I drank more Tom and Jerry's than I t- <laughs> drank. Oh, my gosh. They were just great. Yeah. That I was, think I uh, got it down to a, like I have a science now. Well, I got quite it. honestly, as cold as it was, you needed that constant warm feeling it, in your belly, right? It was great. Yeah, exactly. So, and well, that's Jason, what made the holidays jolly. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, this is a, a, you know, 
we're trying something new for the new year. This is not some, a drink that would be in our typical wheelhouse. Nah. Uh, the new year is a good time for trying something new. A lot of people sure. are doing resolutions. Let's move on to the finance topic. Jason. All right. Today, what we're talking about is, yeah, we okay, like every finance podcast probably, they're going to talk about New Year's resolutions. We really want to focus on being realistic because uh, like anything when it comes to goal setting, if it's not realistic, you're not going to stick with it. Sure, you might have good intentions, but it's going to fall by the wayside. What's National Quitters Day? Do you remember that? It's I wrote some, a blog a couple years ago. It's somewhere in January. It's like se- it? the 17th or something. Yeah, it's not even three full weeks, I don't think. Most so. people give up. It's like 70-some percent give up on their, their resolutions before the 17th of January. Yep, I get um, it. Well, and I think that's just because the goals are unrealistic. There's too right. many of them. Uh, you're riddled with ADHD when you you know have 15 goals and you're trying to right. change. It, you're trying to steer a cruise ship. Like you know, it doesn't pe- work that way. Right. People are, you know, they they have good intentions. I want to change this, 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 and the baby steps, right? It's kind yep. of like when we meet with our clients and we we work on goal setting and even our financial planning in general, you know, I I tell folks, let's walk out with no more than three action items. Right. It's got to be realistic, right? And then we'll give you more when you come back, when we hit those other goals. So I, I think this is gonna be a really interesting one. We wanna keep it realistic, we wanna keep it attainable. There was a really, I, I think, an interesting article just a couple of days ago on uh, investopedia.com called Financial New Year's Resolutions You Can Keep. Love and it. the subtitle, How to Ring in the New Year with a better with better Financial Health. This is by Andrew Schwartz. It's funny because it shows who is reviewed by and fact-checked, even. Fact-checked. Ooh, oh, good. Uh, we live in the day Since of So much of this is like, yeah. uh, like actual facts. Look, right? it's an opinion piece. <laughs> it is. So I think the way we're going to handle this, but this Jason. Is good. It's broke down pretty decent. Yeah, I, I think let's, let's go through some of these goals and say, you know, are, am I buying this or am I selling it? Is okay. it an, an attainable goal? Can we do this? What do we like about it? What do we maybe want to tweak? Sure. Um, I, I think it's a good, uh, you know, rather than starting from scratch, let's, you know, Investopedia's articles are pretty well read, so you can go out and find this one. Let's jump into the first one, which I think is really good. It's kind of just taking stock, right? The first goal on here is calculating your net worth. Interesting. Yeah, it is. So d- this is like the old balance sheet calculation. You kind of see what the scoreboard is, right? Yeah. It's a good time to check the scoreboard, right? Because you're probably coming off of the holidays. Even if you had, you, you know, you took stock of your financial picture going into the holidays, uh, well, <laughs> it might be worse. Things now. might look different now, right? <laughs> Your balance sheet might look a little bit different. So I think it's time to so know, take is, another snapshot, see where you're at. Again, from a balance sheet perspective, assets, mm-hmm. liabilities, list them, understand what your net worth is, assets minus your liabilities. You're going to see what your net worth looks like. Mm-hmm. Include things like your house. And if you have a small business, any big asset that could actually be sold and there's a market You're a for big it. Asset, you know yeah. Because <laughs> I have to put up here with your asset. <laughs> All right. This is a kid or not a kid show. This is a family show, right? <laughs> so uh, yeah. I mean, I think I I think this is a good practice. It's a it's simple. Okay. Yep. I think it can be kind of we did an episode way back on balance sheets, how to create a personal balance sheet. And I think people hear that term and they think like accounting. And I remember my accounting class. I hated it, you know? Yeah. You know, I, if I would have taken one more accounting class in college, I could have graduated with another degree in accounting. And I'm oh, like, geez. nope, nope, <laughs> I'm out. Don't want to do it. Yeah, the EA says that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, now I wish I did. But um, I, I mean, yeah, in hindsight, I wish I had done the work. Yeah, guess, the one extra class. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. But it, it's not, I think it's intimidating to most people. Just sure. get out your legal pad. Write down your assets, mm-hmm. write out your liabilities. Yep. And I think something that you could just add to what uh, this article Again, is. Again, don't forget your physical assets like your cars, sure. you know, any boats, campers, things like that, other property, 
Uh, look at the value of your house right now. I mean, it's totally different than two years ago. Absolutely. So it's important to look at. No, I think that's a good one. I'm for it. I, I think one thing you could add to this is, um, you know, you're in and out as far as income and your debt service. Sure. Right? Sure. Just a, just a cash kind of like a cash flow. analysis. Uh, yeah, we would yeah. say a cash flow analysis. Another thing that sounds kind of intimidating to folks, but it's really that easy. What's coming in every month? What's going out to service the debt? Yep. Um, that's really important when you're looking at a financial And we're not plan. saying with like obsessive numbers no. down to like a spending plan budget. You ought to be familiar with your own uh, right. situation, right? And, if, and find out if you're lying to yourself. Yeah, that's another one. Absolutely. You know, like, that's oh, a great, I, that's a great I, point. I spend $5,000 a month on my bills and, and it's actually nine. Yeah, we all do this, right? <laughs> we kind of say, oh, I know where I'm at. I don't want to dig into the details. I can pay I that credit card of off find out. every month. <laughs> yeah. So this is great, though, because it gives us where do we really stand at the beginning of the year? I think this is a fantastic idea. This is the first thing that you do. This is not sitting down and developing a full-blown budget. This no. is just seeing where you're at, and that's a good start. Scoreboard. Yep, scoreboard. I'm for it. Great. I'm buying it. I buying think you it. can do it. Everybody I'm should be able it. to do that this month before National Quitter or Happy Quitters Day. Before right? you start drinking on New Year's Eve. Oh, wait. That's going to come out <laughs> that's after. That, you Dang already it. drank on New Year's you, Eve. You're, before you become sober on New Year's Day. <laughs> you could do this. You could, you could pencil whip this on New Year's. Well... We won't well, have this episode out yeah, by then. Whatever. We're anyway, up. yeah, I like that one. I think everybody should be able to do that one. I totally buy that. Jason, the next one is resetting your retirement accounts. What the heck do they mean by resetting your retirement accounts? Well, I'm totally in on this one. I think checking into your contribution percentages is the first place. Yeah, we right? kind of scratched our head on this one a little bit. We didn't understand exactly what they were saying, but it is just making sure the behavior that you're that you're using for saving for retirement mm -hmm. is in the right spots, right? Yeah. Okay. So this kind of goes into that order of savings that we have mapped out uh, it does. on another episode. Yep. We use it in our financial planning with folks. Yeah, but in this article, they do kind of emphasize. I think this is where maybe we are a little bit different. They're saying, you know, put as much as you can into your four hundred one k, and then think about the Roth IRA, right, or, or the traditional IRA, either one. Yes, use your employee employer uh, retirement plan up to the match, right? And then uh, go to the Roth IRA. I like to have you know as many buckets of money as I can at retirement with kind of like different rules, like yeah, especially if your work has like a simple plan that is pre tax. Mm -hmm. If you can have a Roth that's after tax, it just gives you another option when you retire. Yeah, it allows you some control over taxation when things come out for sure. Exactly. So we love the Roth. I think the kind of the cool thing, something that's coming down the pike. I don't think it made it into the recent bill that was signed. You know, I, I just signed up for a webcast on like exactly what that Secure Act 2.0. It's like 4,800 pages. Yeah, so they're I haven't still read it all discerning yet. it. So it just passed. So, But there was some, some rumbling about simple IRAs and SEP IRAs yep. uh, with Roth options, which yep. I think is fantastic. But most folks don't have that right. or haven't. So they might have a pile of money in a, in a simple IRA um, that's pre-taxed. Exactly. Yeah. That, yeah. So that's got to work into the mix, right? So when we, you know, we're not going to dive headlong into this, but you know, like you mentioned, use, use your retirement plan at work, get the full match, right? Yep. Take all the free money that you can. Absolutely. No matter what your, your plan offers as far as investment options and things like that, realize your return is 100% up to whatever that match is. That's Absolutely. money that you didn't kick in. That's so better you got to take advantage do. of it. Absolutely. <laughs> We're not going to return 100% from the day that you put things in. Yeah, over time, sure. But your investments would have to lag quite a bit for that to not be a good deal. Absolutely. So yeah. I, I think that's really, really important. You know, if you're pairing this with like a Dave Ramsey, like the baby steps and all that, this, this is where we diverge a little bit. At least yeah. I do. I don't think you should take a break from, from making your retirement plan contributions, at least up to the free money match, right? 
I think it depends on, and in this case for me, I think it depends on the amount of debt that the well, person yeah. has. Yeah. If you're going to so, get out of debt in six months, I think it's a great way to yeah, do it. Yeah. Put your head down, get after it. Right. And Most so, people though they are can't not do in it. that situation, right? You're, you're getting out of debt over the course of a few years. You don't want to miss out on that free tax deferred money for crying out loud. Absolutely. That's my opinion. So if you're a hardcore Dave Ramsey person, you might not like that, but I just, I've seen too many people like any other new year's resolution, jump in on that kind of a program and then lose steam. And the next thing you know, it's five years later and they still haven't contributed to retirement. They haven't taken that free match from their employer. So that's a good place to start. Another thing is knowing your numbers, Jason. So something for the new year, IRA contributions, the uh, limit for your contributions has gone up this year. So, you know, if you're under 50 years old and you're used to making $6,000 IRA contributions, Roth IRA contributions, that number is up to $6,500 starting now. Yep. And if you're over 50, you've got a new catch-up provision, an additional $1,000. So, yeah, so it, like here at Blue Jay, we'll actually like solicit our clients and say, "Hey, you know you can and you should consider increasing or hey, good job, mm-hmm. you hit the max last year." Yeah, or, or well, I mean, you know, they assume I, I say they, I mean our clients, they assume that we're telling them, "Okay, uh, this is how much you can contribute. We're going to max it." Right. The calendar flips over to January. Your $500 a month that you're putting in to max out your uh, IRA is not maxing it out anymore. We have room, right? Exactly. So I think that's really important because we've all been there, right? We see a client's account. They're still putting $450 a month. Well, they've missed out, okay? So I think knowing that is important. The same is true for your 401k. So your 401k limits have gone up as well. Yep. Remember, if you've got a Roth 401k option, this this is a game changer. It's huge. So you know, if you're you're taking you know the numbers that you know were applicable from a tax standpoint two three years ago, well, it's all changed. So it's time to update. Look at those numbers. If you're maxing those those kind of plans, make sure you're upping your contributions. Yep. for sure. Cool. And we generally use the fifteen percent of your gross income rule yep. as a retirement contribution. And it, you know, you can go back to the order of savings episode if you mm-hmm. want to get into that, or give us a call, or shoot us an email if you kind of want to uh, want to see what that order of savings plan looks sure. like. But it definitely does change things up a little bit with these contribution limits going up. So right. that's that's good. That's good news for you. Not everything in that <laughs> that legislation that passed is going to be good news from you for you. But that is good news for you. Okay, Absolutely. take advantage. Absolutely. So, so this one was also we scratched our heads a little bit on this mm-hmm. one, Jason. Updating your savings goals. Yeah, this one is a little bit like okay, what do they mean by that? Right. So. I, I, I think uh, this mean? is a forced. <laughs> this, oh, you know what? We didn't <laughs> say we did. I, I think obviously we're 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 buying oh, resetting yeah. your retirement yeah. accounts, right? <laughs> Since we just talked about it for we, five minutes, <laughs> we are pro that definitely. So yeah. I'm buying that. I I'm think bu- I think everybody can take stock and look at this. This is something you can do in January. Set it and and you're good, right? Yep. yep. So um, moving on to the next one, which is updating your savings goals. Uh, I think what they were talking about a lot in this article was, uh, you know, everybody's got savings goals. Yep. Um, but I think we make our savings a little bit too accessible. Our emergency funds a lot of times are used for not real emergencies, right? Yeah. So I'm a huge advocate for that arm's length away from, you know, the ATM mm-hmm. being able to just go pull the money out. You know, we even have a savings tool here where we're able to uh, put money in. It's a, again, it takes, it's an ACH away. So 24 hours, you got to think about it. You got to get another person involved. Yeah. You, you're There's, one more step between you and your money. <laughs> it, it makes a huge difference. So uh, what I would use like the, maybe an online savings account, a uh, credit union that you don't bank at on with a regular, on a regular basis, you know, that maybe work will do a direct ACH payment to them. Yeah. Things like that. The behavior part of this is just so critical. And I think 
again, we skim over all that head. The head knowledge is just like almost it seems it's available everywhere. Yeah. But the problem is, is if you want a resolution that sticks, you better make it automatic and where you don't have to be involved. And here's the great thing about resolutions that make sense, that are reasonable, uh, that are attainable is like any new habit. You know, it takes how many weeks they say now to create a new habit or for to, me, it's like it 750. So. <laughs> for most people, it's not that long. Mm-hmm. But if you can do this and, and you set these attainable goals and you execute, there's a good chance unless you go off the rails that these are new habits, new good habits that you formed, not just for the new year, but ongoing. So I know this one isn't automatic, but I thought it was fascinating. If you go and get a cup of coffee, mm-hmm. I'm going to use that as an example because I think everybody does that. So you go get a cup of coffee. You spend five bucks, let's mm-hmm. just say. That's a pretty cheap cup of coffee. Charbucks, yeah. Yeah, so $5. The idea was take every time you do that, take $5 to the coffee shop and $5 into this other account mm-hmm. and see what it does yeah. as a basic behavior change. I could get behind something like that as a primary savings goal. Like I have to do this every single time. And you'll start to see like, oh my gosh, I spent $70 this week. Like, (laughs) you know, I spent, you know, $50, whatever. And over a month's time, you're going to realize how that behavior is really leading you probably down the wrong path. Uh, I'm not saying that the way that we do do things is always the right way. Uh, But my wife uh, is a big fan of the force discipline stuff. uh, You know, make it difficult to go get it. And we just have a portion of each of our paychecks going to another bank account yep. at our non-primary bank that we just don't go into very often. Exactly. Uh, so you have to and, think about doing yeah, it. Yeah, because we forget about it most of the time. And that's perfect. Um, so when we do have to get into it or, or we just want to check up on it, it, it's a nice surprise when you see what we got built up. There are also some cool programs that a lot of banks will have. Some of these regional banks around us are doing these where... So ask your banker. Uh, don't don't get sold anything. Yeah, exactly. But ask your banker. There are a lot of programs where every time you swipe your debit card, uh, you know they might round up to the next dollar and take. Sure. So you spend five dollars twenty five cents uh, at the the coffee shop. You know they're going to round up to the next dollar. Seventy five cents goes into your savings account automatically. Yeah, and this is a good point on that front too. Is that uh, interest rates have changed. So mm-hmm. if you're getting point depressing on your savings account. I mean, some savings accounts are paying almost 4%. Yeah. I mean, that is a total about face compared to what we're used to. You got 10 yeah. grand at 4%. I mean, that's that matters. It's starting to make sense, right? It is starting to make sense. So just just look at that again. I think I, I, I'm buying this. Yeah, totally. Uh, wholesale, I think everybody could do this. So you know what? I When clients walk out of here, I say there's three action items. I think we could we could leave it at this and say, hey, here are your three action items. I think everybody ought to be able yeah, to do Yeah, but this. I think this next one's really important. Yeah, let's let's go through these. So making a plan to pay down your debts is the next one. And I think, Jason, the key word here is plan. Yes. So written plan is important. Okay, so... Whether it's on the back of a napkin or a legal Which pad, is the way I would do it. Um, a spreadsheet. A big, a big poster board in your, in your house. I love that. Um, you know, a dream like, board, a dream board. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like I like to, I like the visual side of it. So I'm like, I'm going to list, you know, my Kohl's card at $2,000, my American express at three, I'm going to list them and I'm going to start give, keeping track of my progress. Um, this to me is the priority out of all of this. Okay. Okay. This like, is the one, this is number one for me because it is the biggest boat anchor wrapped around the middle sure. class's neck. And I feel like we're getting back into that dangerous territory of using credit cards 
and debt as a way to sub- subsidize their living. The consumer now has less in savings. Correct. And We've used more on credit cards. Yep. As interest rates are going up, remember yep. your credit cards are the first place that you see that. Yeah, I mean, you're um, talking 25, 30% on a credit card. That's just outrageous. Well, this is a good segue. Obviously, we're for this one. I'm for. buying this. I'm going to skip the next one they have listed. Um, we'll come back to it. But the next one is pay down your credit cards. So as part of They're having related. a plan yeah. to paying down your debts, that should be top priority. Those super high interest consumer debt uh, things like your credit cards, maybe personal loans and things like that, make that a priority. This is where I will defer to the Dave Ramsey system and say, the debt sm- snowball makes a ton of sense. Yeah, okay? list your debt smallest to largest, pay the smallest one off, apply that payment to you the next You gotta have one. small victories, yep. right? The snowball works for sure. And for the love of Pete, stop using it. Well, that's, yeah. I don't mean, dip don't dip back into this. That's why, again, the Dave Ramsey, there's a lot of great stuff about it. That's why having a real emergency fund set aside for emergencies yeah. makes sense. Well, and they're right? going to happen. So, okay, I think credit paying down credit card debts is a big priority Definitely. because interest rates are still on the rise at this point. They're not stopping yet. So, Absolutely. Um, let's go back then. So we're on board with all of these so far. We would maybe just tweak how we do a little bit of it. But rebalancing your portfolio, I would put it this way. I like to do this a little bit more often than once a year. But if you're not rebalancing your portfolio, Jason, I think that the first of the year is a good time to go in and yeah, do that. Yeah, I would say that most folks do not even think about right. this. Um, financial advisors will ask <laughs> for access. Let's talk about it. Uh, the good ones, at least, uh, to look at your portfolio. And I think this last year was a really, really good lesson. Okay. What has worked in the past didn't work in 2022. Right. Okay. That growth portfolio, all growth, you know, tech heavy. You're probably very heavy in those things, even yeah. after they've lost some even value. Even after they've lost value, it was it's been stunning how hard that, that area of the market's been hit. Mm-hmm. So if you look at your 401k and you're like, am I really down 40%? The answer is yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. And I again I'm not trying to give investment advice specifically here. You just need to consider rebalances on on an annual basis at the very minimum. Well, regardless of what's going on in the market at any point in time, right? right? This is an evergreen topic. So it is good at least once a year to take some of your winners, take some of the gains and reassign those to some of your losers. That doesn't mean you hang on to poor investments necessarily, but not everything does well at the same time, right? And it so may not do well. You're you're selling high and buying low as a practice. Exactly. Right. And exactly. that's what that's what a rebalance does. Exactly. All right. We got to move through these next few. Review your credit report. I think you could leave it at that. Yes. Duh. Annualcreditreport.com. Don't go to freecreditreport.com. Nope. Don't go to these other ones that claim to be free, but you ought to see what's going on. You don't need a score. No, you don't need a score. You, you just need to don't. look at your your credit beard. Most credit card companies now give you a score too. Anyway, That's true. It's kind of strange, but I, I think that that is a no brainer. If you haven't checked it in the last year, make January the month that you, you check in on this. I feel like on the credit score thing on the credit card, like statements and stuff, I feel like I'm getting like a participation award, which makes me sad <laughs> actually. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well. Well, next next topic. <laughs> I think that one makes a lot of sense uh, just from the fraud aspect of things for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Uh, and especially around the holidays, fraud kicks up, right? Yep. So uh, the last one that we're going to talk about is reviewing life insurance and disability insurance needs. I'm not going to go through in detail like they have here, but what I would tell you is this, because I'm going to kind of melt this into what the last, uh, the bottom line that they, they say here, which is to work with a fiduciary, a vetted fiduciary. Yep. Look, and I'm not saying across the board that people who sell insurance are bad people. I'm not saying that, okay? No. 
Not um, but they work on commissions. Yep. So I would say as part of your financial plan, work with somebody who's not getting paid a commission uh, as far as where your insurance limits need to be, your life insurance, your disability. And Generally, all that. we say eight to 10 times your income mm-hmm. for life insurance. Term insurance is what we recommend. Disability is important. It's it more, is important. It's more probable, the, probable for younger folks anyway. Bingo. Uh, and that's and the one that we see neglected. I mean, they have it. It's right there. So that, That's the one that we see neglected the most. But I would say as part of your financial plan, work with somebody who is a, I guess, a, what's the word I'm looking for? Non-interested party. I don't mean non-interested, but we don't have any commission on the line by telling you, you need to up your life insurance that's or you right. need to go get disability yep. insurance. So get but a, I, a uh, neutral view on right. that. I think one last point on this okay. is just pick one or two. Okay. Like one per quarter is a lot. It is. Okay. So focus on one and you should be good moving forward. Yeah. You don't have to do this all at once. Like you said, bite sized chunks, create good habits. And you get to the point where you're just checking in on this stuff as your new, uh, new year resolution every year. Uh, you'll be in good shape. So happy new year to everybody yeah. out there. Gosh, uh, I'm so ready for 2023. <laughs> I know it. Well, Woo. Jason, uh, 2022 has been fun. Here's to a good 2023. Lots of lessons. <laughs> Thanks for having a drink with us this week. It's time to close out the tab. If you have a question or topic you want to address on the Old Fashioned Finance Podcast, be sure to email us at podcast at bluejfg.com. We'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to share the show with someone you love or just someone who needs a little money muddling themselves. You can stay up to date with the latest action by following us on Facebook. Old Fashioned Finance is brought to you by Blue Jay Financial Group. That's bluejfg.com and produced by Pottery Studios. We've been your hosts, Caleb and Jason. Cheers. Blue Jay Financial Group, LLC. Blue Jay is a registered investment advisor registered with the state of Ohio. Registration does not imply a certain level of skill or training. The presence of this advertisement on this podcast shall not be directly or indirectly interpreted as a solicitation of investment advisory services to persons of another jurisdiction unless otherwise permitted by statute. Follow-up or individualized responses to a consumer in a particular state by Blue Jay and the rendering of personalized investment advice for compensation shall not be made without first complying with jurisdiction requirements or pursuant an applicable state exemption. All verbal and written consent on this presentation is for information purposes only. Opinions expressed herein are solely those of Blue Jay unless other otherwise specifically cited. Material presented is believed to be from reliable sources and no representations are made by our firm as to other parties' informational accuracy or completeness. All information or ideas provided should be discussed in detail with an advisor, accountant, or legal counsel prior to implementation.